Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode. I love you, but I'm not in love with you. So I work with a lot of guys they are hearing this from their wives, and we're going to go into what that's about today. So what is it that causes a person to not be in love? You know, why is your wife saying this, that she's not in love? We want to figure out what makes a person in love. So women, what they really want is two things. So security and romance. So romance being excitement and mystery, fun, adventure, sex, flirting, all of that. And they also want security. So when you have both of these, you have the type of marriage that you both enjoy and that women feel safe and having fun and having a good time, both. Now, when you only have one of these or you don't have either of them, that's when you're going to hear, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. So maybe she feels secure, but there's no romance or maybe there's romance, but there's no security. Okay. That's when you're going to get this comment. I love you, but I'm not in love with you. So when we talk about security, what, what is that? How do you become a person who provides security to his wife? So according to John Gottman, he says, who's a very famous marriage researcher, he says the number one attractive trait for a woman is trustworthiness. So to provide security, you know, ask yourself, are you a man of your word? When you say you're going to do something, do you follow through with it? Or do you kind of let things slip? You know, when you take the garbage out, when you say you're going to take the garbage out, do you take it out? When you say you're going to pick the kids up, do you take them out? Do you pick them up, right? Okay, do you own up to your mistakes without minimizing them? This is a big error that I see a lot of guys making. You know, so let's use that same trash example. Okay, I didn't take the trash out, but you know, no big deal. You didn't you know, make dinner last night when you said you would. So basically they minimize their mistakes. They try to shift the blame, kind of blame somebody else. Okay. That leads to a woman not feeling very secure because she sees that you won't see the bad things that you are doing. I've been talking about this a lot lately. This is a big kind of breakthrough for me. And then with the guys I'm working with to really just own up to those mistakes. The, the episode I just did about how to put the past in the past and move forward talks a lot about that. So go into that to understand this idea better. Okay. Another way you provide security, are you there for your wife spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically? Okay. Can she talk to you? Are you there to support her? Okay. That provides security. Are you going to listen to her about her different spiritual beliefs? Are you sexually faithful to her? Okay, that's a big one to provide security. If you have an affair, that's a big drop in security. Okay, she can't feel safe if you're not being sexually faithful. Even if you're maybe not having sex with somebody else, but you're looking at pornography or fantasizing a lot about other women or flirting with other women, okay, she feels insecure. Okay, are you financially secure? Okay, that's another element of security that's important. Another one that we don't talk about much, but we're going to talk about today (laughs) as far as providing security is self-confidence. Okay. When you're confident in yourself, that actually gives her security. Okay. That she knows you're a guy that's going to be there. Okay. That you're trustworthy, that you can trust yourself. Okay. That you have a clear sense of purpose and direction that provides her security because she knows you're a guy who knows what he wants from his life. That's attractive to her. 
Another thing that provides security is your willingness to stand up for her. Okay. Someone's giving her trouble. You stand up and protect her, but also you're willing to stand up to her. Okay. So if she's doing things that are not appropriate, you're willing to call attention to that. Or if you're not really happy with how things are going, you're willing to bring that up. Okay. So we kind of covered this, but to go into even more detail, when in you're doing when you're creating an environment of low security, any kind of lie, big or small, sexual infidelity, big one, minimizing your mistakes, again, not really listening to her, okay? This is one that a lot of women will complain about. They'll say, you know, I try to talk to my husband. He just doesn't really listen. He doesn't really get it. He doesn't really try to understand, okay? That provides a low security because she's like, okay, well, my husband's kind of there physically, but is he there emotionally? Um, Sue Johnson, another famous marriage uh, therapist, says underneath all the distress, couples are asking each other, are you there for me? You know, will you be there when I call? Basically, are you there? Are you going to be there when I need you? That provides security. Okay. So if you're not really listening or, oh yeah, honey, whatever, you know, that's low security. Another one that we've been talking about on the podcast recently, trying to prove yourself superior to her. Okay. So maybe that's in money. You know, you're kind of trying to show her, like, I make the money here. So, you know, I'm, I'm better than you in that. Or in sex, like, I'm more sexually developed than you. You know, like, I, you don't like sex and I do, so I'm better than you. With in-laws, you know, I, I want to spend time with my in-laws and I don't really like yours or, or whatever. Uh, with parenting, my ideas are better than yours. With religion, my religion's better than yours. With household chores, okay, I work so I shouldn't be doing the chores. All this provides low security because you're trying to show her Hey, like I'm better than you or you need me. All right. Or another, another way that this comes about is like, okay, you're not going to do what I want. See how you do without me. Right. You kind of withdraw some things from her. Another thing that provides low security is kind of doing the opposite. So constantly trying to make her happy so you can feel good about herself. This is what I call the mosquito cycle, right? I'll do anything for you. Just, you know, tell me, tell me I'm good. I'm, I'm worthwhile, you know, have sex with me. You know, it's whiny, it's needy. Women don't like that. Okay. You're doing these nice things, but it's to get something back. And then eventually you get mad, right? And you blow up. Okay. That's the mosquito cycle. And then you go back to, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Let me go back to doing all the dishes and taking care of the kids all the time and, and all of that. And all the whole time you're, you're suffering in silence, right? And you're never standing up to her or for her. You're never saying, Hey, I don't really like this. I don't think this is fair. I don't, you know, I want a marriage that works for both of us. Okay. Again, this does provide low security to her because she's like, man, what's going on with this guy? He just, he just, uh, you know, he, he says everything's fine, but really it's not, um, you know, he gets mad all of a sudden. I don't understand why. Okay. He lets things boil up all the time. Again, that low security. Okay. You're wanting sex, but it's to make you feel good about yourself. Again, that provides her low security because you are not secure in yourself. Okay. You're trying to get sex from her so you can feel good about who you are. Another one, you're not willing to challenge her or her ideas. This is a kind of counterintuitive, but it does provide low security for her. You're like, oh yeah, you look great. Or, or, um, yeah, you know, that, uh, the way you want to spend the money, that's great. It makes sense. Even when you don't agree. Okay. All of that seems like what women want, but really it's not. Okay. If you watch any romantic comedy, so my wife and I just watched one, the uh, second act with Jennifer Lopez the other night. And guys, I really recommend watching these movies. 
Okay, they're not really made for men, but to understand women, they are golden. And watch for this kind of uh, dynamic, right? Where these these guys, the guys they end up with, they're providing both security and romance to these women. So in this particular one, you know, the guy they show her, he's he's joking, he's laughing, he's flirting, right? But then he challenges her. You know, he kind of calls her out on her basically being dishonest with him and says something like, okay, a relationship has to be based on honesty or it's not going to work. And then it kind of hits her and she walks away and then she tells somebody else that same line and then they come back together at the end. The point is he was willing to challenge her. Okay. He was secure enough in himself to say, hey, this isn't right and something needs to change. Again, counterintuitive, but actually provides security for your wife when you're willing to do that. Okay. And again, it provides low security when your wife doesn't know what you want or what you don't like. Okay. You might think, oh, if I act like everything's good, that's what I should do. And in fact, that's the message we get a lot from uh, like popular songs or, you know, some movies or, uh, you know, if you, if you ask a woman, she might say, I just want you to do whatever I want you to do. Right. Although she probably won't say that, but that's what a lot of us think. Oh, just do whatever your wife wants. Happy wife, happy life. But it's just not true, right? When you're when you can't tell her I don't like this or I like this, she really can't trust you because you're not being honest with yourself and you're not being honest with her. So that does produce a low security marriage, even though you feel like I'm trying to make her secure here by just making her happy all the time. You're actually low security, and that's going to show her, hey, like, um, you know, I'm, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. I love that you do everything that I want, but I'm not in love with you because I'm not attracted to you because you're dishonest with me. Got it? All right. So high security. If you want to provide high security, you be a man of your word. Okay. You choose her sexually and you stay true to that. You own your sexuality. You know, it's there. You know, it's part of you. You know how to use it and you direct it towards her. Okay. You know that you have other options to be with other women romantically, but you don't choose that. You choose to be with her. You own up to your mistakes. You don't try to minimize them. Okay. In fact, you, if anything, make them even bigger. Okay. You understand the damage that you're causing. You listen to your wife. Okay. You don't have to agree with everything she says. That's or that's another important part of security, but you do need to value her opinion and listen to her. You need to be there for her spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually. Be available, be supportive. Okay. You need to understand how to get to win-win with money, sex, in-laws, parenting, religion, household chores, right? All of that. Again, it's not, I'll do whatever she wants and that's going to provide her security. No, it's Let's get to something that works for both of us. That provides high security. Okay, choosing to serve your wife because you want to. You want you just want to be that kind of husband. But again, not doing more than you really want to. Uh, not more than you really feel like is a win for you, right? You provide high security by being willing to ask for what you want in the marriage and telling her what you don't really like, Okay. And again, that willingness to stand up to her and for her, challenge her ideas. You know, when she's doing something that's really not up to her best self, you're willing to call that out. Again, guys, you watch any romantic comedy, I guarantee you, you will see this happen. <laughs> okay. The guy kind of calls her out. He says, hey, you're not living up to the best person you could be here. And she gets kind of mad at first. And then she really respects that guy and is very attracted to him. Okay. that This is how it works. So the bottom line, if you want to provide high security, is your wife knows that you love and respect her equally to yourself. 
okay, that you prioritize her and you prioritize yourself and you want things to work for both of you. That's what provides high security. All right, so romance. Romance is excitement, mystery, fun, right? Flirting, surprises, compliments, you know, that just fun part of sexual attraction. Okay, five love languages, giving her a little gift, surprise gifts, sending her little notes, words of affirmation, uh, a call, a text, touching her in a caring, loving, sensual way. So touching the small of her back, giving her a hug, grabbing her face, giving her a kiss, okay? Spending quality time with her, acts of service, doing things that you know she'll appreciate, okay? All of that, that's romance. The other part of it is this fun part, teasing, challenging, you know, being playful, you know, doing these uh, fun games. You know, some examples that uh, I've given uh, on the podcast, right, of stuff we've done, doing the... uh, eye bombing where you go around, you put googly eyes on different things. We did it at Costco. It's it funny, right? It's excitement. You might get caught. It's kind of, it's just fun. Um, or we do like go to the arcade and challenge each other and have little bets on, you know, the different games for who won that kind of thing. Okay. It's playful. It's fun. It's trying new things, having different adventures. And that includes sexually, right? Trying new things, showing sharing what you want. So, The thing is, it comes back to security here too, because it really depends on your own confidence to be able to do these things. You need to know what's fun for you so you can offer it, right? You also need to be willing to be turned down, which requires strength, right? You might tease and challenge and all that, and she might not like it, or you might, you know, suggest something and she might say no. So, you know, it takes strength. It takes courage to, to offer to do these things. Again, this willingness to have confrontation and conflict but then knowing how to turn it into more connection, you know, so again, if you look at a romantic comedy, so they, they have this fight, you know, they both say things to each other that are kind of true. Oh, like, okay, let's look at pride and prejudice. Right. So, uh, the, in a, one of the scenes, the guy says to the girl, well, I forget who says it first, but I think the girl says first to him, um, you know, you, uh, like your weakness is you have, uh, you want to hate everybody. And then he says, okay, well, your weakness is you want to willfully misunderstand everybody. So basically they come at each other and sort of call out their weaknesses, but eventually they work on those weaknesses and then they come back together and are stronger because of it. Okay. So it's kind of this, oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Right. And then it's a kiss and passion and all of that. Okay. So it's a willingness to do that. You have to be willing to have that conflict. Okay. That's the romance. That's the excitement. Okay. But again, you need to be able to turn that into more connection because we'll get into it. But if you have high romance, lots of conflict, lots of drama, lots of all of this, uh, but low security, it doesn't work long-term. Okay. You're going to get, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. So this romance, right? Keep things interesting. Keep things spicy. keeps things uh, passionate. Okay. So the bottom line for romance is that your wife knows you're sexually interested in her and then you know how to show it in a fun way, right? That you're thinking about her. Okay. That's what romance really shows and is. So if you're in a marriage where there's low security and low romance, right? Uh, You're going to hear, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. You know, this is guys who are you know, overly nice guys or what I would like to call mosquitoes. You know, you're doing these nice things. You just want to make your wife happy. That's all you care about. Make her happy, make her happy, shut myself down. You know, don't challenge her on anything. Just do everything that she wants and then get really mad when you don't get what you want back, even though you never asked for what you wanted. (laughs) Okay. 
<laughs> if that sounds like you, hey, that was me for a long time. And you're going to get, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. You know, there's, there's security there in a sense, because your wife kind of knows that you'll do what you, you'll do what she wants. Okay. So there is some security there, but it's not real security. she kind of knows like something's weird here. You know, you can't really be happy, not ever doing anything that he wants, or she might just kind of feel this false sense of security, right? That, okay. Yeah. You know, he's going to do whatever I want. And that's kind of nice for me. Right. So Again, you, you don't, you have low security and low romance when you, low romance when you won't bring anything problematic up, at least not in a mature way, right? You might get mad and then you go back to that same mosquito cycle. You go back to this earning sex, earning attention, earning appreciation, trying to buy it by, you know, being nice and making her happy. Okay. That's low security. That's low romance. You're going to hear, I love you, but I'm not in love with you there. Or what you might hear is, yeah, I like my marriage from your wife while you're saying, I don't, right. I'm, I'm not enjoying this. I'm not getting the, the, what I want from this marriage because you never bring it up. Okay. So you can have high security and low romance. And this is where you're going to hear, you know, I love you, but I'm not in love with you again. So this is men who are maybe gone a lot for work. Overall, they're just kind of neglectful of their wife. This tends to happen over years. Okay. Where women just kind of feel like, okay, you know, my husband's there, but, you know, there's just not that spark anymore. Yeah, we're roommates. We kind of get along, but it's not really there. So, you know, you're providing good financial security for your wife, but you're not really there for her spiritually, mentally, or emotionally, or sexually, right? You're not really connecting in those ways. You're not, you know, doing the surprises. You're not prioritizing her. You're not checking in with her, creating those fun moments, flirting, all of that. Okay. And a lot of times when this happens, just over years of neglect, like not really listening, not really understanding what your wife's hopes, dreams, fears are helping her reach her goals. Okay. So, you know, maybe you even buy nice gifts or you do expensive trips, but the thought just isn't there. Again, you're not showing that connection that she needs. Right. And eventually your wife gets tired of this. You know, she's saying, I love that you provide me a good lifestyle, but I'm not in love with how you neglect me. basically is what she's saying when she says, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. All right. So now we're going to talk about low security and high romance. Okay. These are the volatile relationships that people can get into. So, um, this is like guys who are unfaithful, right? Multiple times, maybe they lie often, they hide stuff, right? But, you know, then they make up for it with these kind of big gestures. They understand the romance element. They're like, okay, you know, I know the love languages. I know how to show her a good time. I know how to flirt. I know how to kind of have fun and, you know, do the grand romantic thing that's going to show her I'm going to change and that I'm different. Right. So you have fights often, but you know how to make up. Right. So you know, you, you kind of have learned a bad pattern when you're in this, which is, okay, like I can kind of do what I want, but you know, if I can then make up for it by doing some grand gesture or kind of proving, like showing my wife, Hey, like I have a lot of money. And if you leave, you're going to be sort of out of that money, kind of showing that by like buying her a big gift, kind of showing it in like a sneaky way. Okay. So 
Um, a lot of times, you know, these guys can be narcissistic, right? Where it's easy to tell your wife her faults, right? Saying, well, this is what I don't like about you. This, 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 you know, you're, you're overweight. You're, you know, uh, you're not going to find somebody else saying that either directly or kind of indirectly. You're going to lose, you're going to lose my money. You know, good luck finding somebody better than me. You know, that sort of thinking or even saying that to your wife. Now this makes your wife feel uneasy. Okay. Sometimes it'll make your wife want to prove herself to you. And that's what kind of keeps this cycle going. So these relationships, they're exciting, right? They're highly romantic. There's ups, there's downs, right? It's, it's a big roller coaster. And to some extent, that's kind of fun. And these relationships can last for a decent amount of time. But eventually your wife, she just can't handle so much insecurity. She can't handle the lies anymore. She can't handle the ups and downs. She can't handle the infidelity. Okay. The, the big gesture. And now she sees the true colors coming through that. Okay. Like this isn't, it, this can't keep happening anymore. There's not enough security here. So that's when eventually she says, you know what? I love you. I love the romance. I love that you value me. I love that you listen to me and prioritize me and try to help me reach my goals. I love that. But what I don't love is that there's very low security in this marriage, that I can't really trust you to be there for me. I can't trust you to be there mentally, emotionally, spiritually, sexually. You know, you're not really there for me. You don't really try to understand me. You don't really try to get to agreements that work for both of us, right? And that's not going to work anymore. So what we're going for, right, is high security and high romance where we have both. So how do you get there? First, you're strong in who you are as a man, right? As a person, you're a man of your word. When you say something, you follow through with it, okay? This is the kind of guy you want your kids to grow up to be like, okay? And that you want your daughters to marry, you know, getting clear on that for yourself and then sticking to it. You're in control of your thoughts and emotions, right? You're not just acting out like old patterns that you saw in your in your family or patterns you've had in the past. You're very intentional about the way you think about things, how you act, how you handle your emotions. You're a man on a mission. You know what you're trying to accomplish in your life and you're working towards it. You prioritize your wife, right? You're there for her spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, sexually. You're also confident in your personality and your sexuality. And that allows you to flirt, have fun with your wife and approach sex in a strong and confident way. You're willing to have hard conversations with your wife so you can both feel like you're winning in the marriage. You know, when you're upset, you don't hide it forever until you blow up. You say, hey, I don't really like this. Let's work on it. Okay, That provides, again, high security and high romance. You're willing to tell your wife what you want and what you don't like. You're willing to call her out and call her into being her best self. And you're willing to take that same input from her. Right. So again, it's this balance. You respect her, you respect yourself equally where you're both winning. Guys, if you can do this stuff, you are the man that every woman wants. Period. <laughs> All right. You're you're providing high security by being there for her. You're providing high romance by knowing how to, you know, approach sex and flirting and all that in a good way. You're going to be there and it's going to be fun. It, that's what you're going for. So in summary, women they want both security and romance in a marriage. If you only have one or you don't have either of them, you are going to hear, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. So you provide security by being a man of your word, a man of high self-confidence and a man on a mission. You're there for your wife, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and sexually. 
you're willing to point out problems in your wife and in your marriage and get that feedback from her so you can both get to win-win. So you both feel like you're winning in your marriage. You provide romance by bringing fun, flirting, and sexual attraction to your marriage. You own your sexuality, you're comfortable with it, and you direct it towards her. So guys, that's how you do it. And this is what I teach men to do through my programs and my one-on-one work. I would love to help you learn these skills so that you can have that marriage that is great for both of you. So visit MikeFraserMD.com to learn how, and I will see you there. All right, men, stay strong. We'll see you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.